Welcome, 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 everybody, to another episode of the Don't Be Broke, Be Woke podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Solomon. Hope you guys are having another great day. I first want to start this episode by thanking you, the listeners. I should say that I'm not surprised, but uh, my previous episode on crypto, Bitcoin, Dogecoin seems to be by far the more popular episode, mostly probably because I'm speaking of something of the time, something that's very hype, very exciting, and something that seems to be you know, very popular these days. And so I thank you for the support and the uh, kind words in regards to that, to that podcast release. And I promise to not talk smack about crypto as much and have more discussions about it just because as I mentioned on that episode, I think crypto is going to be here for the foreseeable future. And though I do not agree with the massive amount of money that's actually being flown into cryptocurrencies, specifically unknowns one, I do think that it is an asset class that people, as you're looking to diversify your portfolio, should be in. So just want to take the time to thank you all for the um, massive amount of support there for that specific episode. And I promise to discuss more on crypto and specific cryptos going forward. With that said, I think um, today's episode will be a little bit lighter, but I think today's episode will really speak to, and look, I am not going to call this lazy investors because honestly, if you invest well and you invest for the long term, it is actually really, really boring. So I'm not saying this as a, as a negative connotation whatsoever. But last week's episode was really supposed to be about robo-advisors, which I had mentioned would be last week's episode, but instead, because of the craze with Dogecoin, I thought I'd push that first. So this episode's really going to be about robo-advisors and what it is and is it right for you and so forth. And hopefully you guys can you know look at a different way to actually invest that's a lot less, not risky, but a lot less work involved for you without having to do anything. So as always, guys, anything that I'm going to discuss in here are not really financial advice. It's really just opinions for informational purposes only. Do your own research. Always look at some of the stuff that I'm discussing to go back and read and make your own decisions based on kind of your own goals and, and et cetera. So robo-advisors, what are robo-advisors? So I want to look at it this way, right? So you know, I'm sure today a lot of people have you know, either it'd be a Roomba or some kind of other electronic robot at their house that does work for them. And I look at robo-advisors as somewhat as the same, but obviously a lot better. So if you wanted to basically hire a financial advisor to help you invest, you'd go to a place, talk to a financial advisor. They'd ask you a ton of questions about, you know, how much money you have, what are your assets, what's your goal, what's your time horizon? In other words, how long are you thinking about investing? What's your risk tolerance, right? A bunch of different things to understand exactly how, you know, what are you looking for and what type of portfolio should they build for you? And in all honesty, even when you open a regular brokerage account, if you want to invest in things like options, et cetera, these questions are asked. But because you're typically going to be the one doing most of it yourself, it's not used to create a portfolio for you. So that financial advisor will say, okay, based on everything that you provided to me and, and the money that you have, this is how we should allocate your money. So that way you get a good combination of X, Y, and Z that should basically help you achieve goal by this, etc. right? Clearly, 
they will get a commission based on how your portfolio does. You might have to pay them a flat fee a year, 1% or something like that. So a robo-advisor, in essence, is the same, except a lot more in your control in the sense that you don't have to deal with a person. The actual intuition of the software will do it all for you. So instead of actually having a person that's basically getting all your information to then figure out how to invest it for you, the robo-advisor is actually doing it for you. The technology has been around for quite a while, and these technologies basically say, okay, based on the questions that Adrian has provided and the amount of money that he has and his risk tolerance, we're going to invest his money this way. And you have the ability to then decide if that's what you think is right or not. And you can always change it, which actually is what I think is great with robo-advisors is that you're, even though they're making this decision, you're still in control of how your money's being invested in and where. Well, I wouldn't say where-ish, but in a way, how. So robo-advisors, they're known as an automatic investing service. So, you know, typically online advisors, they use some kind of algorithm, computer algorithm, and really advanced software, as I just mentioned, to manage your investment portfolio. So sometimes they have a lot of different services, like automatic rebalancing, which is basically when your portfolio starts to kind of drift. Let's just say you want to be 70% stock, 30% bonds. And the next thing you know, your bond's going too much or your stock portfolio is getting too much and it rebalances it so it can stay within what you wanted it to happen. There's also some tax optimization. Sometimes the rebalancing is done for that, so it's done automatically. And really, the best part of it, especially for someone like me who doesn't really like talking to like these, I don't want to say doesn't like talking to people, but I like the lowest, the 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 the, the requires the littlest human interaction as possible. Now, doesn't mean you can't talk to a human. By the way, you can, but the whole point and goal of it is that you actually can have very little interaction and do everything that you want. So now. Robo-advisors are pretty much everywhere from traditional brokerages such as Fidelity, Schwab, Vanguard. They all have robo-advisors, but that's not their forte. At least that's not what they're known for. They provide that because, of course, it's obviously a need, so they provide it. But it's not something that most robo-advisors are actually known for. So I, as always... A lot of these conversations come from personal experiences, or at least with conversations. And I was talking to a friend of mine who basically has, I don't want to say a substantial amount of money, but had some money and wanted to start investing it and thought about, you know, should I basically talk to a financial advisor? And so my question was, what's the reason? And their answer was, well, you know, they want to start investing, but not 100% sure. They would like to just open an account and start with an index fund, but like what kind? And, you know, they don't want to be hands on. And so I said, look, if you're thinking about working with a financial advisor to make the most of your kind of finances and so forth, and you're like, don't know if you should trust them or maybe the cost is too much, then you should be looking at a robo advisor. They may fit the bill, help you figure out where to put the money and how to achieve the greatest benefit. In my opinion, one of the best parts about a robo advisor is you don't need a lot of investing know-how. You also need very little cash. All you have to do is answer a few questions about your investment style. It's basically like having a financial advisor on call, and they basically take care of the rest for you. So as I mentioned, when you sign up, they'll ask you a few questions. You'll answer this, what kind of your financial plan, type of investor you are, blah, blah, blah. 
And then one of the important questions that they ask is, when do you plan to cash out of your investment? In other words, what's your time horizon here? Like, how long do you think you're going to keep this money in here? Because that impacts how they invest your money, right? So they want to look at all this stuff to then figure out how can they put the money in a portfolio that's going to give you the right return that you're expecting, but also at very low risk because you have such a short period of time or whatever, right? The best part is they're going to diversify your portfolio to make sure that you achieve whatever financial goal you're looking to do. And so it's basically investing, but having, in essence, an AI just doing most of it for you. So first, let me just explain that within an Orobo advisor, and some of you may say, and so my friend said, well, you know, can I open an IRA with the Orobo advisor? And I'm like, you sure can. You can have either a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. Clearly, you can have a regular taxable account, which is like a regular brokerage account that you can invest in. But if you wanted to set up a Roth IRA, which I've discussed as being one of the main accounts that's necessary for you in regards to financial freedom by growing your money tax-free, then you can actually do that with a robo-advisor. There are some really big names, some of the big ones like Betterment and Wealthfront. They're ideal when it comes to like if you're a first-time investor and you don't have a lot of time for portfolio management or paying high high management fees. So here's what I would say are how you can go about choosing the best robo-advisor for you is, you know, what type of minimum account opening balance that you need to have. Some of them might be zero, some of them might be 500, others might be 5,000. Do you have any ongoing balances that you need to have on the account to not pay fees? What's the number of fees? What's the cost? Like, do you pay for different things, transactions, monthly or annual fee and stuff like that? What are the variety of accounts available to you within that? So just like if you go with, let's say, Fidelity and you know that you can open a regular account, a Roth, a traditional, does the robo-advisor allow you to open multiple type of accounts so that way you can have all of your portfolio in one place or does it only task you at one at just one of these accounts? Now, I mentioned little human interaction, but does the robo-advisor allow you to have access to a human investment manager for financial advice or even technical support? And I think it's important because, look, not every time, not everything's going to work. You might have some questions. And if that company or a robo-advisor provides free guidance to one of their financial advisors that can easily chat with you or email you or phone call, I think that is a plus because they know for the majority, you're basically going to be interacting on your own with your portfolio. Rarely are you going to call, but if you do, that means you really have a legitimate question or concern. They can help answer those questions for you. Now, if you're like me, hands-on, you feel strongly, or potentially you need to have the human interaction, then robo-advisors are probably not for you. So you should probably look at portfolio manager or or selecting the stuff on your own. But if you want that hands-off approach to manage your portfolio, robo-advisors for you, right? So here are some of like some of the best robo-advisors out there. Now, I will tell you, out of the ones I'm going to mention, I have used all but one of them. And so I have some experience in some. And as I've mentioned before, not only for this discussion, as far as providing you guys with what I think of these things, but also within my personal life, it makes sense to try and understand how these things work to make sure that I'm maximizing the options that are available out there. And I don't have to start with a lot of money to try these things, which is why I like them. So Betterment is, if not the first and well-known from all robo-advisors. 
couple friends of mine have used it. It was one of the first robo advisors. It stood the test of time to be one of the most popular financial planning robo advisors out there. So you only pay one fee. It's 0.25 annually on your balance. So if you have $10,000 in that account, you're only paying 25 bucks for the year. They also offer like a premium tier, which is like 0.40%, which includes unlimited access to certified financial planners and stuff like that. Now, they have an automatic rebalancing and tax loss harvesting, which I don't want to go too much into, but basically it's really the practice of selling a security that has experienced a loss. And so tax loss averaging is basically like, how do I sell a security that basically gets a loss to help me offset any potential gains? But I'm not going to get too much into that. And if you go and do your own research, you'll look into that. The other thing is they have a zero minimum balance means you can get started right away. You don't actually have to put anything extra to get kind of started. Betterment is best for beginners. I used it for a while. And what's cool with Borbo Advisors or something like Betterment is that once you put your money in and you've answered all the questions, it's going to basically take your money and split it between different portfolios or different funds, aggressive moderately aggressive, conservative, moderately conservative, et cetera. And they're all into different index funds, different ETFs, et cetera. And you can see what they are. And the money is split like between all these different things. And of course, as you decide to be more aggressive, it put their money there. As you decide to be less aggressive, you can put your money there. So that's how Betterment works. Wealthfront is the second biggest well-known. So with Betterment, there are two of the biggest. I tried Wealthfront at the beginning, my God, like six years ago, and they basically are really good with providing you with reports on how your portfolio is doing. You can make assets adjustments if necessary, uh, like if obviously if you want to be more conservative, et cetera, et cetera. They also have the whole stock level tax loss harvesting where individual stocks that are losing you money get moved around for more favorable ones. You can do that. They have kind of like a smart beta that uses many different risk factors to determine the weight of investments in your portfolio. It's actually really good stuff. Again, giving you a high level, just way. And I actually really like the Wealthfront platform. Yes, this is cheesy, but a lot more prettier. Unlike Betterment, where you don't need an actual amount to start, with Wealthfront, you do actually need to start with a specific amount. One thing to note here with these is that they all provide the ability to create, to have accounts in taxable, uh, Roth IRA, traditional IRA. They even have uh, debit cards if you, you know, obviously have your money in it and you wanted to keep your money and move it around as you sell things. So you actually have your bank account tied to it. So it's more than just a regular uh, robo-advisor. It's also kind of like a, a bank. SoFi, it's actually something that I've been playing around a lot with lately. It's really good for extra investing perks. So SoFi has always been known for handling loans, but it's gotten recently into financial investments as well. So I actually opened a SoFi account for my daughter in which I've been basically managing and in which I created both an IRA and somewhat of an automatic robo-advisor. So they don't charge any fees for automatic investing. And you have access to financial experts anytime, just like emails and phone, etc. So the cool thing with SoFi and Betterment and Wealthfront is they won't sell you unnecessary products or give you financial advice that don't work for you. They're very fiduciary that way. You can start investing with as little as a dollar. So again, 
no matter your account portfolio balance, you have free and limited access. You, you basically, they basically do it everything for you, right? And what I like about SoFi is that their platform is very, I don't want to say millennial-ish, but it's very nice. It shows everything from if you have your bank account, your if you have a loan, student loans, personal loans, credit score, if you have your stock portfolio, and then it basically shows different cool articles about different things about investing or saving money. It's very, very nice platform. I like it. And like I said, I've used these first three. SoFi is definitely the one that I've I've used for my daughter recently. And the next one is Elvis, which I think I mentioned before. But Elvis was created by women, especially for women, although anyone can sign up really. You don't have to be just women. Theirs is a fee-based model. And they shifted to a flat monthly membership fee. So for like a dollar a month, Essential Plan gives you access to investing and banking tools and educational material. And also they have a 20% discount on the company's coaching services. So the session starts at about 125 bucks. They have a plus plan that costs five bucks a month. It adds personalized retirement account planning. And then the $9 per month is like an executive tier that just really accommodates multi-gold investing and management. And you can have up to six investment accounts. Again, the goal of Elvis, yes, there's some fees here, but it's really empowering women, helping women not understanding not only the investment world, but also about money, how to basically make sure their retirement stuffs are taken care of. Because, and I've posted this on my IG, Women are less concerned about the long-term financial goal for them than men are. Women are obviously very nurtured. They focus on the now, making sure everything is right. Then they think of themselves. But unfortunately, by that point, it's a little bit too late. So Elvis is helping empower and educate women on why it's important for them to really get involved and understand it. Because look, as I've mentioned many times, it's hard for people to do things if they don't actually understand or not educated in some of these topics. So you stay away. And so Elvis really helps people understand, specifically women. So I actually just started using Elvis as a tryout with my wife, just to kind of have a feel of what it is. That you can also get a checking account with them and get a nice little card that they send you in the mail in this package. Very cool stuff. And then lastly, and I know a lot of people either have heard of these guys or used them, but it's Acorns. And you might think, what? But yeah, Acorns actually is a robo-advisor. It's really best for micro-investing, which obviously is when you don't need a lot to get started or to keep your investment growing. So obviously, if all you have is a spare change, which is what Acorns is really known for when they take your money and invest, and people are like, oh yeah, my, my savings account does it. Dude, it is not the same thing. It is not the same thing. Have money go out from your checking account, and then you round it up to a dollar that goes to your saving, goes into a savings. Great, by the way. You should do that. However, what Acorn is doing is taking that money and put it in their Acorn and that money is being invested. Yep. So if you actually take the dollar and you put that dollar, one goes in your saving, one goes into Acorn, that money is going to basically either stay stale or grow at a minuscule pace, where at least an Acorn is going into a specific portfolio that based on what you decide and how you want to actually have it as far as aggressive, et cetera, et cetera, that dollar can grow. And if you have your roundups, which is what it's called, where you have your roundups multiplied, so you actually get more for how much you basically pay. So if you basically have, if it's like a dollar or $3 instead of the basically 50 cents, 
so you can multiply the roundups. Again, this is very high level stuff. If you don't know, definitely go online and read about it. And then you can also make deposits. And I love Acorns because it allows me to do something that I know a lot of people do not like, but I like it. And it's the ability to make daily deposits into my Acorn account. Yep. So typically when you're making a deposit or contribution to your investment account, you basically have a specific time frame and you do that. This is how it works with all my accounts. I put X amount of money every, not every day, but at a specific time frame when I get paid, et cetera. But with Acorns, every day, right? Every day, 10 bucks comes out. Boom, 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 boom. And it's set up that way. Every day it goes. And it basically, based on how you have your portfolio set, because I have mine as aggressive portfolio, it basically invests in just stocks international and US stocks, S&P 500. I think it's, I forgot what some of the other ones are like mid cap or some other stuff like that and international stocks. And that's the way it is, right? I like it that way because I don't think about 10 bucks and it just goes, it just goes, it goes. And it's every day it goes out and it's whatever. I don't think about it and it just adds up in my Acorns account. And so obviously I'm not saying for you guys to do $10, you can do five, you can do a dollar, but if you do a dollar per day, 30 bucks, 31 bucks a day, depending on the month, and it's being invested, would you have invested that $31 otherwise? I'm sure you probably would have done it some other way, but did you miss $31? Just saying, if you do a dollar a day, you probably spend $30 on a meal on a weekend or Chipotle, getting a cauliflower uh, bowl, just saying. These are all avenues to help you diversify how you decide to save and invest. So why not take advantage of it? And Acorn does have what's called Invest Later, which is basically an IRA. So they have their regular one, which is Invest Now or Invest, and then something later, which is, or Grow Later, because Acorn's like, you know, Grow Wealth. So it's a Roth IRA. So the money goes in and whatever money grows into that Roth IRA grows tax-free, right? And you can actually set that up to have it where... It's automatic deposits. And they even came up with early, I forgot the name, but it's for kids. So it's like like a custodial account that you're setting up for your kids at an early page and money goes directly to it and basically bills and you can set it up for multiple kids, et cetera, et cetera. There is a, a monthly, like I think it's like three bucks to have multiple accounts. I also have a physical debit card with them. So these robo advisors are there to help you do the least amount of work as possible by putting your money in and then they basically invest it for you. You always go in and you can tell how your money's growing, which type of funds the money's in, what your portfolio performance is like. So they also have other products besides just the investing like Roth or, or traditional IRA or bank accounts to go with that. So if you wanted to have everything in one place. So the RoboAdvisor is just another investing vehicle or that you can basically decide to go in to help you find ways to be less involved. That's what you want to do, but still be in the game of investing. So I am not really going to share what I don't or don't like just because, well, I've obviously shared what I like, of course, but I've liked everything about these guys, which is why I've mentioned them. There are some other ones, but I'm not talking about those. These are my favorite. And the things that I do not like are more personal preferences. And so I'm not going to share those because I don't want you to basically be like, oh yeah, if Adrian doesn't like this, I'd rather you look at it and be like, Adrian obviously liked all of these, but it is up to me to decide which one works best for me, right? Best for me. I will say that 
I would not use Acorn as the only account for you to have. If you're basically like, you know what, I'm just going to basically do Acorns and that's it. Uh, I'd probably do something different. Acorns I have as separate because if I can get $50,000 in that account by just putting 10 bucks a day in the next 10 years, and I'm like, oh, shoot, I didn't even realize I have $50,000 in that account by growing $10 a day. That's just basically a goal of mine. But I would never use that account as my main account to basically grow my portfolio. That's the only thing I'd say about Acorn. That's why it's a micro investing type of um, platform. But the whole goal here, guys, is that you know that you have options. Again, TD Ameritrade, Schwab, they all have these type of Vanguard, these type of things. Just be careful of their fees. Sometimes they're not as intuitive because that's not what they do. They're not really Warbo advisors by trade. So they may not have the same technology and platform and beautifulness that actually you use with some of the other ones that I just mentioned earlier. But as always, go online, do your research, read, understand, sign up, play with $10, see what actually makes more sense for you, look at fees, and then make a decision. Don't ever go in it based on what anybody says. As I mentioned, it is your decision to make always. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Robo Advisors is something that I think, especially folks who want to stay away from basically managing their accounts every day and don't want to deal with knowing stuff on the high end of things, it's a good way to start. You know, if you have any questions, you know, feedback, comments, hit me up on Instagram. Don't be broke, be woke. And next week's episode is going to be with a guest speaking on real estate investing and some option trading, but also having their own portfolio. That should be fun. As always, remember, try to stay woke. Don't be broke. Talk to you guys next time.